This is Life Beats. Life Beats with Sally Musa only on Pulse 95. Assalamu alaikum, hello and welcome to Life Beats with me, Sally Musa. Today you'll be meeting the Kuwaiti hip-hop group taking the world by storm with music that is breaking boundaries and speaking to a new global generation. I sat down with sons of Yusuf's Abdurrahman Rafai to talk their first album, Sheikh the World, making groundbreaking music that crosses cultures, time and place the need to tell our own unique stories, and the power of music to change the world. All of that and more is coming up right here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Pulse all about having a good time we love sharing our food let me take you back into time the only light we had was the moon let me take you back to the dean let me take you to salahadeen they didn't want to introduce us only because we was muslims i'm just trying to warn you we was closer you will notice when it's over let us not wait until it's over Brothers Yaqub and Abdurrahman Rafai declare themselves proudly as the Kuwaiti hip-hop group Sons of Yusuf, the brothers who are both shaking and sharing the world with their recently released first album, have been making their global mark since 2011 when they first started putting out their music. Producing a sound that Tyrese Gibson calls Arab hop, they effortlessly blend American hip-hop and Arab music singing in both Arabic and English, sampling Khaliji drums as well as lines from iconic Kuwaiti plays like Bye Bye London and referencing Muslim and Arab cultural and historical figures. They go from stories of their grandfather, the Pearl Diver, to tales of modern microaggressions and full-blown racism in the aftermath of the Gulf War in the US. The result is music that speaks to a truly global audience, particularly those who have grown up between cultures and didn't have music that spoke to every facet of their identity. Music came naturally to Yaqub and Abdurrahman, the sons of one of the first Kuwaiti jazz musicians, Yusuf Rafai, spending their early years growing up in California. Bringing back a passion for hip-hop, they returned to Kuwait with fresh eyes for their own culture and heritage and decided to create a sound that was true to who they were as Kuwaitis, as Arabs and as Muslims. Astrolabe Records was born as they made it their mission to take their music from the Middle East to the world rather than moving, as many artists do, to the US to produce it. Their first album, Shake the World, was released just as the coronavirus pandemic hit, halting plans for a grand world tour. 
Within the chaos of the sudden lockdown, however, one song from the album written years ago emerged as a powerful quarantine anthem. Mashallah featuring Mohsena and Terrace Martin is a song that inspires us to look at the simple things that we now value the most and say, Mashallah, in gratitude. Not every day is a good day, hey, but today was a good day, hey, you can get it any day, and I can give it to you in any kind of way, wait, did you hear what he say? It feels so unbelievable, unpredictable, don't be quick to act bougie though, beautiful, all I can say is mashallah, every time I see the beauty of things that God made man, everything I've seen in my dreams already becoming clear now, Born to be king like Prophet Solomon, I flow with the wind, mashallah. Abdurrahman tells me how the song came about. First of all, Mabrook on the new album. Thank you. Shake the Thank world into the new album is kind of the song Mashallah, which everybody has just got on repeat right now. So let's start mm. there. Like, where did that song come from and how did you put it out? Oh man, first of all, um, Shake the World is our debut album, basically. You know, we've been doing this for so long, but this is our first album, which is under our own label. You know, we partnered with our sound engineer and partner and producer, Mike Shav from Detroit. And we started this label and uh, Shake the World just kept changing, you know. We've been working on it for a few years, to be honest. Mashallah is really special to us because Terrace Martin got to be a part of it. Like, you know, it wasn't really planned, it just happened. And Mohsina got on board. And these are people we're like huge fans of, you know? So having them be a part of this was amazing. And yeah, you know, Mashallah, it's coming together, you know? Exactly, literally, Mashallah. But where did the idea for the song come from? How did this happen? Yakub, my brother, was producing the beat and he said, I just felt it, you know, as he was making it. Mashallah just came to him, you know, and he just kept saying, Mashallah. It wasn't really planned or like written in that way or anything, but I came in later and I heard the song and I'm like, wow, I just laid my verse and, and you know, Terrace Martin added the keys and then Mahsina added her vocals. It just kept on getting better and we decided to, you know, now with the quarantine, we're like, let's shoot a one take quick video and yeah. It's funny because it kind of came out, then we all had to start going in under lockdown and it was just like, okay, right. what can we all be grateful for right now? And then suddenly you're hearing this song mm. like, mashallah, it's like, this is so right. incredibly Everything. beautiful. It's like, you know, it's elevating just our spirits, which really right now, I can't think mm. of the time when we need it more. The first time that any of us have had Ramadan in quarantine, you know, all mm. of this stuff. That's true. So what's the experience been like for you? Man, it's been beautiful, honestly. Such a blessing, you know, as much as we hear all these negative things on the media and whatnot, but it's been beautiful. For us personally, it's been amazing. We're with family more than ever. Being with ourselves, really, and you know, being with our souls, let's say, because we've been distracted for so long and we've been traveling and nonstop working, you know? So now being with family and, 
eating healthy, reading, praying, just focusing on being a better human being has been mostly with the quarantine, you know? This is my quarantine look too. I've never had a beard this long, but enjoying the change. It's a feel good process, let's say, to making the world better, inshallah. We feel like we're gonna come back better than ever, inshallah. Yeah. Absolutely. I feel it. I feel like, mm. you know, like you said, this is your first album. It just feels like this is only going to go up from now. Like we're at a tipping right. point for Sons of Yusuf in a way that I know you guys have been evolving. Like I'm just like after I heard that song, I thought, oh my God, I have to go back and I have to listen to the songs and I have to know where these guys are from. And like you guys mm. have been evolving for years and doing some amazing stuff. So talk to us, let's go back a bit. You know, how'd you guys get into hip hop? Because even now, 2020, Arabs and hip hop is still a new thing, you know? Like, so what were you listening right. to growing up? How did you, you and Yaqub kind of go, we're going to do this, this is going to be our thing. Right. Well, we see, we never really chose to like get into hip hop, you know, it kind of just, it was a part of our life growing up. We were young when the Gulf War happened in Kuwait, you know, I was a baby. Yakub was a baby too, you know. All our dad wanted to do after that was get us good education and get us out to a better place. And California was like his dream. He always wanted us to live out there. He loves traveling, he loves music, he loves the art. So after the Gulf War, we kind of decided, okay, let's go to California and you know, we went to elementary school there and middle school. So that's where we picked up our first everything, you know? That's where we learned how to play an instrument, learn a new language. Our first best friends were all there, you know what I mean? So we kind of grew up there in the environment and it was like late 90s where hip hop was like the biggest thing out there in Los Angeles. Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg and all of that, that was like the peak. We were living in this environment. So that's where we picked up hip hop and we got into it. You know, it wasn't always like rap music. We used to play instruments. We were in band class and we slowly got into hip hop and then poetry and you know, it eventually became Sons of Yusuf and all that. That happened like way later. Hip hop was always part of our life. It was never like chosen. We never sat and said, yo, how about we try rapping or it was something we always loved doing. Obviously, you know, forming Sons of Yusuf, like at that point you're like, okay, that's it. We're gonna be a group, we're gonna do this. Like what made you kind of make that leap? And you know, it's interesting to me because in the Arab and Muslim world, we have one of the deepest kind of histories of poetry and dropping rhymes and you know, social commentary, like it's in our history, in our DNA. So it kind of surprises me that like Arab hip hop isn't more of a thing. So talk right. to me about that transition. That's exactly what it is. What people don't know, and a lot of things have started out here, you know, like poetry, embroidery and color and fashion and art. Arab and Muslims started all that, you know, the calligraphy. Like, I think graffiti came from calligraphy, you know, which is Arabic. And even hip hop, which is poetry, came from, because people used to battle like out in the Arab world, like way back, you know, when there was nothing else, because we were in the middle of the desert. And if you read the history, the entertainment out here was language, was poetry. We always came back and forth to Kuwait, living out in California. So we started seeing that hip hop and rap music is actually out here. I mean, in the Middle East in general, but it was too gangster rap or they were kind of like misunderstanding the point of rhythm and poetry or hip hop or rap music. They thought that it had to be a violent. So when we saw that, we thought, man, we're coming back hungry for to learn our language and our religion and where we come from. And we're seeing people out here 
trying to be like the people out there, you know? So, you know, we had to put Arabic in the music. We had to use Arabic instruments. We had to write in Arabic, you know? We had to learn how to do that. It slowly shifted the culture around a bit. It went from to hip hop and gangsta. It wasn't even accepted. Like, you won't see hip hop music on TV, on local television. You won't see hip hop in the local shows. You won't see Arab rappers on stage ever. When we grew up here or between here and there, we never saw that out here. So we wanted to kind of open that door and break that barrier and show them that, no, this is more than just rap music. There's a message behind it. People are influenced and, you know, the kids, they're doing what we're doing. And there's so much that goes on behind it. So we had to like open that door. And alhamdulillah, it's been amazing. The ministries are out with us, you know, we sitting with ambassadors and people are getting it, you know, kids and alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, it's been amazing. Coming up next, Abdul Rahman talks working with the iconic Jay Electronica and he shares the musical roots that made them who they are today and how growing up in the US influenced their signature sound. All of that and more is coming up on Life Beats on Pulse 95. Talking about making a difference They said it's all business, repentance is key Now we living in marvelous times No questions, they stressing, depressing our seeds Hakuna Matata, no problems Ismaili Yedri Nikmufahim We walk on the land of the prophets Might be growing a beard like James Harden Submitting to God is Islam I'm defending the peace like Mukhtar was We die from pearls, you just diving Might call shotgun, no one's driving, no I was born in the war zone. Shit is maniacal. Need some botanical natural. Welcome back to Life Beats and my conversation with Abdul Rahman Rifai of Sons of Yusuf as he talks working on this track dedicated to his grandfather, the Pearl Diver, with Jay Electronica and how going back to their roots shaped their signature sound. This is the incredible thing about your work, which is why I was just like, it just was just like a shot of something incredible that I've been really honestly craving for a long time. You talk, you know, late 90s, you guys moved to the States and that kind of thing. At that time, I was just kind of listening to stuff like, I'm much more R&B than hip hop, but still, you know, the Lauren Hills, Maxwell, Janet Jackson. This is the stuff that I had on repeat back then. And I just like, I love that and it's amazing. On the other side, I grew up with my parents, you know, listening to, Beirouz, Sa'dun Jabir, all of the Arab greats. And it's just like the two worlds never met. 
So when I heard your music, right. it was like finally I could like celebrate every aspect of who I am in the music that I'm listening to. I know we're in 2020, but that's mind blowing. Mm, I feel you. It's so surreal, even to us too, because we grew up around that too. Like our father was first to bring LPs and vinyls to Kuwait back in the like 70s and 80s. He opened the first music shop in Kuwait, so he was a big Wait, part of the change as well. Can we talk about this? Which music shop was this? It was Subway. Oh my God. Records. It was like the only shop in Kuwait. There was no other shop to buy records. So my dad was a part of that too. He was a jazz musician, you know, jazz music and soul music was always in the house. Kuwaiti yeah. yeah. and a jazz musician. Where did he get yeah. that from? <laughs> I don't know. It's in the family. Like my uncle plays Oud, you know, my granddad. He was a pearl diver and he was into music and poetry. We always grew up around that. I mean, to this day, if we have a family reunion, it's like music is around. That is beautiful. It is so beautiful because it just, it comes, and that's the thing. It's not that other people haven't tried to do that kind of fusion. It just feels so deeply authentic with you guys. Like it comes like so naturally, it just hits immediately into the heart in the most beautiful way. And it's like, you know, growing up in Australia, around the time of 9-11 and that kind of thing. You know, we were, again, like you guys, hungry to know who we are as Arabs, to know who we are as Muslims, and to celebrate that there were no positive representations. And this kind of music, you know, my kids listen to it now. <laughs> I was like, this needs to be like taught in the syllabus. Because you guys go in deep. Yes, it's amazingly beautiful music and rap. You're sampling people like, you know, Abdelhassan, Abdelvilla. You guys are sampling, you know, going in with the Kuwaiti kind of beats and stuff like that. And I was just like, oh my God, I'm back in my childhood. I'm in different experiences listening to your music in the most beautiful way. It's amazing. Talking about historical figures in Islam, like, and who they are and why they're important. You're introducing us to Arabic and Muslim terminology. Sometimes we've been too embarrassed to talk about in front of non-Muslims or non-Arabs, right. but it's like, this is so beautiful. We need it, especially in this times. We really need it, I feel. Because, you know, you have the Latin sound that's popular out in the world. You know, you have the Indian Bollywood sound or the, like we've seen that growing up, you know, we've seen all that. But the Arabic and the Muslim has always been, you know, especially recently, it's been too negative or people don't want anything to do with it. So we had to like put that out there. Shake the World was about that, you know, Granada, Tortoba, Spain, you know, the Islamic golden age, where medicine started and how things evolved and the art and the fashion and Shake the World was basically about that. Just, you know, putting that out to the world and hopefully having the signature sound, which Yagub, my brother, has been working for so long on that. Like he's been producing most of the one time Manasana and all the art hits that you hear are produced by Yakub. Wow, that is just beautiful. I love it so much. But this is exactly right. You know, how did you get your signature sound? Because a lot of artists are out there going, it can be really hard to find. So how do you find your signature sound? Just going back to our history, honestly. You know, the more we're learning about our history, the more it's like around us. Because like Diving for Pearls, for example, one of the songs on the album, like I said, our grandfather was a pearl diver, you know? And they use those instruments that we use now on the album. They use the same instruments. So we wanted to kind of bring that back, the claps and the, yes. you know, the marwas. I have to show you something you know? like, because this just took me back. I had to go and find this photo. I don't know if you can see this. Oh, wow. This is me yeah. at school. It's like doing the dance. That's me there. Like doing the oh, little wow. 
dancing. That's amazing. That was way back. And I just like, when I hear your music, I just went back. And the clapping and, you know, the drums. And it's just like Mm. amazing. It's owning it. And I love that, you know, diving for pearls with J Electronica. What a, an amazing, mm. what a beautiful, beautiful track. Man, J Electronica. I mean, he's one of our favorite artists of all time. So having him alone is like crazy. But what was that like working with him? He loves what we're doing. He's with it. You know, he understands it. Whoever knows J Electronica knows he doesn't really jump on any project or work with. You know, he holds on to his name and art for him to get. On this is like wow. He's a great guy. He's not like your typical rapper artist that we know. Very into his message. It's an honor having him like big time. And shout out to our uh, Mike Chef, our sound engineer, who made it happen. He's very close friends with him. They're like family, and he made it happen. But even in that track alone, you guys are talking about pearl diving, the history of pearl diving. You know, that's amazing. You're talking about traveling for knowledge. You're talking about you know, struggles in the desert and that kind of thing. There's so much that you weave through. So do you sit and do you like write the tracks together? How does it come to you? Well, it really depends. There's no like anything to follow pretty much. Like I said, like, mashallah, I came and the song was pretty much done. Like Yakub had the, the beat ready, the hook was there. I just wrote my verse on the spot. Terrace Martin came later and added his keys. That sort of like came together, you know, because the topic was already there. He already put it in with the beat. Sometimes we have something to talk about and we need a beat for it. Sometimes we have a beat and it just inspires us to talk about certain things. Sometimes it's just on top of the head, like 2045 was a freestyle. We didn't even write anything to it at first. And then it eventually became a song. It really depends, you know? Our intention is to really bring the world together and do something positive. What we write and what we do is always based on that. You mentioned your Dean as well. You know, you talked about faith and that's really important. I think over the last couple of decades, it's been really difficult for Muslims. I'd love for you to kind of talk to me about your experience being in California what that was like and how that kind of influenced you, you know, you and your brother and how that brought you to where you are today. In terms of like how people treated you, what that was like, you know, being Mm. Arab and Muslim there. Well, see, we were in LA, like in Los Angeles. At the time, you know, being in elementary school and middle school, we were like the only Kuwaitis, the only Arabs and Muslims in the class. Like it was shocking, but we constantly had to tell people where we're from. We got questions all the time. Like, do you guys ride camels in the desert, in the street? You know, they had those questions. And some of our teachers would ask us like questions like that. For example, our friends, like when they come over, for example, and they see like a rug or they had to take their shoes off before walking in. These little things that they never seen before, they always had questions like how come and what's that? And what? We felt like what we're doing now is we've been doing this ever since we were kids. We've been telling people what is this and what is that because they always had these questions. And alhamdulillah, we see that they're really interested. People really don't know. Some people really don't know. Maybe to us it's funny that they ask these questions, but now I realize like they really don't know because they don't know any better. That's the media they have and that's what they follow. You go there and there's billboards everywhere and media's everywhere and you have to hear the news to know what's going on outside or people talk about what's the newest commercial in class. 
it's it's a part of their culture especially now media plays a big part even with this corona like we have to check media to know what's going on so this is so much easier now for us to put all this out we have the internet we have youtube we have instagram connecting with the whole world in a second is miraculous you know and we're in this time and this new era that's happening in the arab world as much as we hear all these negative things that are happening out there or what they're saying here in the arab world that is evolving like you see dubai and all these countries you know there's a new era that's happening here and we want to be a part of that part that change you know exactly it is really just about being part of that change and putting out the right messages like you said we've got social media now we can do that it's much easier now than when we were younger to put out what's positive to amplify it really and that's really important mm-hmm. but right. it's interesting you know to that point you guys have put out as part of the latest album or your first album different i love mm. that track that's one of our favorite tracks produced by a uh, Mike Shav like i said like we wanted to bring people together you know but this has nothing to do with religion where you're from just as humanity because at the end of the day we're all human first we realized that some people are like i said like how back in the day they were trying to like be western or whatever there's still people that are ashamed or afraid to talk about where they're from or to wear what they would usually wear back in their own countries or at home so we wanted to just break that talk about where you're from be proud of where you're from we're all people the food you eat what you wear whatever it is just be proud of that be different and be happy to be different because that's what makes you special that's what makes you unique that's yeah i feel when you're different you're unique you're different it's a part of your success with your real self let's say with your true self that's when you feel better you feel successful because you don't have to walk in anyone's shoes you don't have to try to fit in you don't have to pretend and this is powerful coming up next abdul rahman talks working with the best in the business on their debut album and the phenomenally regal cover for Shake the World. It's as colorful and epic as the music itself. That's next. New versus new herbs, man, everything's new. We need more solar energy and less fuel. Peace to the young sheiks and the new leaders. Peace to Bill Gates and his foundation. We need to build our own communities and stay positive. I can't deny it. I want my kids in a healthy environment. War against the intellect, war against religion. What kind of world we live in? Huh. Man, it's different. Everything is different. It doesn't look real. The news is so different. It doesn't feel safe no more. It's so different. We are human beings. The culture is just different. We're all relatives, but our names are just different. I love me tabula, man. The food is so different. We all have a dream, but mine's a little different. I feel brand new. Everything I do is different. Let's make a difference. Every time I get this energy, I get lifted. Every time I get these haters out of my system. Ever since I quit and started up my own business, I'm back. Who gon' stop me now? Keep on doing your thing. Keep on making us proud. Keep on going to work. Keep on doing your thing. Keep on changing the world. Finish Pepsi and see. Uh, it's a new day, new vision, new world. Yeah, everything new, new dreams. 
dreams and new goals They talking about this and they got about that What you got on your Instagram or your Snapchat, man? F- what you heard? We gonna stay positive They found out we're items Now they know we are the bombers War against the intellect War against religion Man versus machine What kind of world we live in? Man, it feels different Everything is different It doesn't look real The news is so different It doesn't feel safe no more It's so different We all human beings The culture is just different We're all relatives But our names are just I love me Tabula, man, the food is so different We all have a dream, but mine's a little I feel brand new, everything I do is Let's make a difference Every time I get this energy, it feels different Every now and then, I gotta stop doing this Every now and then, I gotta stop doing business Relax Finish planting my seed, finish going to work Keep on doing my thing, keep on changing the world You know knowledge is king To me, this means the world feels Around the world, round the world, all around the world, round the world, around the world, round the world, all around the world, round the world, around the world, around the world, all around the world, round the world, all around the world, round the world. listening <laughs> Labis Vanilti with Yeezys, that's easy. Tinnik Amriki on TV. Wait, Golo Golo, Golo Wala, Golo Golo, Yala Yala Yala. Tanzan, New Year's, Gadin, With their debut album, Sons of Yusuf were out to make their mark as they both shake the world and share the world. Shaking the world with their unapologetically Arab, Muslim, Western style of hip hop while at the same time the intention is to sheikh the world. Sheikh being the Arabic term for teacher with the intention to own their story and educate through their music. For Sons of Yusuf, this album reveals an unfolding journey for the brothers brought to life with brilliant rhymes and collaborations with some of the best in the business, including Jay Electronica, Saihai the Prince, Shafiq Hussein and Talib Kweli. Even the cover of the album by Japanese artist Tokyo Aoyama is as colorful and commanding as the music itself. Abdurrahman tells me why it took them so long to make an album 
and why they wanted to produce it in Kuwait. That music is powerful because, especially if you're young, and you know, for some groups in places like the US, for example, it can be really hard to be yourself and to be different. Um, right, right. We're just facing, right. you know, so much division even before the virus. Sometimes that can be amplified after the virus. Certain people are amplifying that, but I feel like this song really speaks to that and says, you know, just don't like we are all the same, but we're all different. Exactly. I'm wearing a different shirt right now. I love it. Oh, <laughs> your cover art is just something else. I love this. I love the one for different. The cover art oh, wow. for Shake the World. Who did that? You have to talk to me about this incredible painting. Oh, wow. This is actually uh, shot by Ali Sharji from Oman. This is shot in Oman. But our album cover is a painting. Yeah. It's an original painting by Tokyo Ayoma. He's from Japan. He's done beautiful paintings for big artists. When we saw his work, we're like, okay, we have to get him to do something. When we gave him the idea, because I had sketch, the, the album cover, I had that in a sketch. And when we showed it to him, he showed us his sketch, like his work, and it was amazing. And we had to like go with it. It is just you know? incredible. It is just so incredibly beautiful. I love the cover art that he did. How did you guys meet? How did you guys come together and then we actually saw him um, do artwork for Shafiq Hussein, who is also on our album, and he's very close. He's like family to us. We're like, yo, let's hit him up, you know? What can he do for us? But we kind of like want to change. He has a theme that he really goes by. So doing something Arabic and desert, I feel is kind of new to him as well. So we wanted to see what he thought about it, and he was down from the start. He was like, let's do it. It's just fantastic. It is just brilliant. I love it. I did a great job. Talk us through, you know, some of your favorite tracks from the album. One time is on there. You know, there are a few, like you said, this is your first album. So there are some songs that you've had out for a few years, but you've decided to put into this album as well. For example, one time and others. So talk us about some of your favorites. I'll be honest with you, like this album, our focus wasn't make numbers or hits or views or none of that or followers that wasn't our drive at all making this album we wanted to do something that we've been trying to do for so long you know like something that we want to do and that album was exactly that like a night in Qurtuba has Sahai the Prince which is he's one of the best lyricists in the rap game you know he writes for Kanye West and he's a ghost writer for a lot of big artists that people don't know that J Electronica track, of course, having him is like, he's one of my top five that are alive. It's like having Tupac in his time, you know what I mean? It's crazy. And uh, Shafiq Hussein as well, the track with him, Shafiq is legend. Terrace Martin, mashallah, of course. Talib Kweli is another artist we've been listening to ever since we were babies, <laughs> you know? No Caliphates, definitely. Every track has a story. Every track has a, like, means something to us in a way. So I can't really just pick one, but all in all, like, the, the album, alhamdulillah, we just, now that it's out, now that we let that go, we're ready for the next one. Why did it take you so long to kind of put together an album? Well, that's the thing. We're independent, you know, me and Yakub. And being in Kuwait, we decided to stay here. Like, our family still goes to LA. Our father, our brother, they live out there. They've been telling us, yo, come out here and do your album. And, you know, a lot of people have been telling us to, even Shafiq and everybody, like, we could just go there and do a whole album. But we decided, no, we want to do it from here. 
it's never happened before. And everyone who wants to make it goes to the States, you know, doesn't mean we didn't want to do that. We wanted to challenge ourselves and just do what people thought was impossible. So we built our own studio here. It was tough. We had to invest all our money, whatever money we made, we put it back. It was just me and him, you know, we produced the music, we wrote the music. We were doing our own artwork and we're shooting each other, our videos. Like if you see our videos, we direct all of them and shoot them and edit them. So much work that goes behind what you see, it takes time, you know? And now that we finally started this label, now we're kind of free to, you know, and we have our partner, Mike Shav now. So we have a third person now. It's like, wow. And that was the electronic really is on board too. Yeah. yeah. So we're slowly starting this new culture out here. You, know? so you guys just wanted to challenge everybody else. Like you said, it would have been so easy for you to go back to the US do your album from there do your music but you want is this the aim is this the vision for sons of music to I mean, kind of bring it out yeah. from the roots from kuwait from the gulf the middle east i mean yeah why not i mean it's hard <laughs> because we'd love to sit in different studios with other producers in la in every corner there's a producer a writer a videographer they're into that that's a part of their culture it's not a part of our culture here you know, music is, yes, Arabic music, you have studios, but people that share the same vision, it's too hard to find. That's why we've been like just us two for the longest time. We love Kuwait. We love being out here at the same time. We started a business, like this is our business. You know, we started a company. We have to build it. We can't just let it go to make it faster or to whatever it is. We decided, no, let's just stay here. Let it be authentic, like it started. And alhamdulillah, it's coming together, you know? Like I said, the ministry is with it now. They're, they're supporting us. All the families in Kuwait are with us, alhamdulillah. Like, people are understanding it and appreciating it. This time that we've been here and worked on all this is actually working. We're seeing it come together, alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah, it's amazing. And just last week, you guys dropped People of the Book as well. You know, again, it's that theme of all of the different faiths coming together and the way that you've put Talal in there as well. It's really beautiful. Talk to me about that track. Oh man, that track was featuring Assam B. Yeah, Assam was a part of a group called Outlandish. And so we've heard of him before. We know what he's done and he, he liked our music when he heard it. So we kind of like spoke like, you know, what can we do together? And we already had this song, People of the Book. It was already recorded. It was pretty much done. And we sent it to him. You know, we're bouncing ideas. And he thought of which is an idea he's had for a long time that he's had ready, but he wasn't sure what to sing it on, you know? So that was like a perfect collab on the spot. And then we decided to go to Denmark to Copenhagen, met up with different religious leaders, like a imam, a priest, a rabbi, you know, just bringing peace and getting to know their religion, just learning and sharing the, the similarities. We learned that there's so many things that are similar. People like to talk about the differences, but when you actually go in and see the similarities, it's mind blowing. The experience was one of the best experiences I've had ever besides shooting the video and all that just learning all this and being with the people we it was such a relief such a peaceful trip what did and, you learn um, on that trip you what know we have some shots from jerusalem learned on that trip i've learned that we're all like subhanallah we all have different religions and a way of life but we're all at the end of the day following the same or praying to the same god 
It's the same thing, but it's just that each religion came at a different time. There was Moses' time, there was Jesus' time, there was Muhammad's time. That's it, you know? And they're the same messages, they're the same everything. You know, all the prophets were, came for the same purpose, for the same reason. It was just beautiful to see and, you know, learn things that we didn't know before. And like I said, just seeing the similarities was amazing. So we wanted to bring those religions together I mean, we even visited like a Buddhist temple and a Sikh temple. We kind of kept going from how positive it was. We wanted to see more. It was amazing. Like, it's beautiful. I'm listening to the song and it just instills peace in the heart. It's like what Rumi says, the lamps are different, but the light is the same. It comes from beyond. So we have to look for that. Exactly. Coming up next, Abdurrahman tells us how fatherhood has changed him and he talks the power of music to change the world. That's all next right here on Life Beats on Pulse 95. She has dreams of becoming a doctor. She saw both of her parents die in front of her eyes. Now she's left for adoption. The luxury of clean water is not an option. If we're lucky, that's once a month. She's never given up. She's seen so many dead bodies already. She's only five, but talks like she's 30. First open her eyes to a wall. She's gonna die in a wall, so don't cry anymore. She has faith that her family's in a better place now. Don't get too attached to this world as temporary. This is just to prepare us. And to distinguish between the real and the fake ones. The big spenders and the ones who donate wealth. And always think about they sell. Tell them what happened to the prophets. What happened to the message that's been carried on for thousands of years. They work together for one message, one purpose. She's gonna pass it down to her kids. Let's change the world together. Shake the world together. Bring the world together now. We will live forever. Nothing is forever. Nothing is forever now. Let us stick together. Let us pray together. Let us help each other now. Let us stick together. Let us pray together. Let us sing together now. Yo, I told him I'ma bring that Al-Hajj, Malik, Shabazz, remind him of Martin and Malcolm, Umar Mukhtar, Imam Siraj Wahaj, that's why I'm doing this hip-hop, I might make you new rappers feel stupid, but that's for your own good, any day could be your last, I was born in the war and raised in the hood, now it is time for these schools to rebuild, whether you're Muslim, Jewish, or Christian, we are all people of the book, started with Adam, Abraham, Moses, Jesus, and Muhammad had the same message, we're all one, peace be upon them, I call out like a megaphone, and Shine bright like I'm California This is the real me, this isn't a persona My condolences to all the families that lost their loved ones Change will come around the circumference They say these are signs of the latter days We out the cage, broke the chains And we still praying for better days Let's change the world together Shake the world together Bring the world together now We will live forever Nothing is forever Nothing is forever now Let us stick together Let us pray together let us help each other now Let us stick together Let us pray together Let us sing together now
quarantine video that Sons of Yusuf released for MashaAllah, you'll notice Abdurrahman holding a little lady in his arms as he raps and dances around his home with her. That is his daughter Faye. Here Abdurrahman shares how fatherhood has changed him and the power of music to change the world. Man, she's everything. Like, she's changed my life. She's only a year and a couple months now. MashaAllah. What, what's her name? such a life-changing experience. Faith, yeah. F-A-Y. Masha'Allah. What's it like being a dad? You know, people ask me all the time, but I just can't, I can't explain it. It's everything. Like, you just see her and you forget everything, you know? She just brings, she's making me better. She's making me, she's just, she's changing my life to the best. I can't imagine being happier than this. Like, nothing can make me happier. Like, no material, no money, no fa- nothing in this world can, can bring this joy of, having a baby, subhanAllah, it's, it's amazing. MashaAllah, Allah Yarab, she's amazing. I just amazing. want to do everything for her now, you know? Exactly. Thank you, appreciate you. I know what you mean, Allah Yarab. But that's, you know, something that I want to ask you. So what are the things that you really want to teach her? Just be yourself, not rely on any people or any person or to find peace or joy, you know, just Right now, for example, you know, she has a bunch of books and stuff, you know, she already loves books. I don't give it to her, like, divorce her or anything. Not. She has, like, everything in front of her and she chooses what she, even sometimes, like, what she wears. Like, she doesn't understand, but we just give her options and let her choose. SubhanAllah, like, you know, they have this futlet, we call it, like, uh, this natural, their nature is to, they don't know anything but what you give them or what you tell them or what you know they're so dependent i have to like watch out what i'm doing now you know i'm putting my phone down more than ever it's true Stuff they like have that. this like she, you know, she's changing me in a way to yeah no i was gonna say the fitra is just like it's right. the natural way of being that's exactly right you know what you're saying you know they know it's like you know you're born right. knowing what's important and what's real you know and it's so much like our whole life is coming mm-hmm. back to that to the futra and children teach us how to come back to it don't they right exactly exactly that's what it is thank you yep. 
in terms of like what's next for you guys you guys have dropped your album you have this amazing music out you were supposed to be on tour you guys were supposed to tour so what's going to be happening now what are you thinking what are you seeing what's next for sons of music yeah we did have a world tour actually shake the world world tour that was supposed to start in the region and then in europe and then in america but that had to stop with the pandemic and all of that you know we're not going to just stop it you know we want to eventually do that inshallah we have a restaurant that was supposed to open and a cafe right before the pandemic <laughs> that's on hold so inshallah we're going to bring that back and open that up but we have an online shop coming soon with all our merchandise we do design clothing as well so we have our own clothing line inshallah a new video is coming out with Talib Kweli no caliphates we already have that shot so many things going on inshallah you know we're not going to stop we're just 2020 we've been saying 2020 is is the year we're starting our debut album we're not stopping i mean we're just we have so much going on inshallah we i'm just looking forward it. to seeing everything that comes from you guys it's going to be brilliant mashallah with there goes that word again it's very funny because i get asked a lot because i'll say it to somebody who's like not muslim not arab and i'll be like mashallah your baby is so beautiful they're like what does that even mean and i'll right. be like same here <laughs> Trying to explain it, and now I'm just gonna be like, you know, right. just listen to this song. <laughs> no explanation. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it's, you know what? Yeah, we like, do the same. All the yeah. Time. <laughs> I'm like, look, it's when you know God does something and and beautiful, and you say, well, it's just as God intended. Mashallah. I want to ask oh. you your long-term vision for your music and what you want to do, what you want to accomplish. We always said that whatever we do. We don't look at now, you know, like we never looked at what's hot now or what's good now. We always had a vision to look ahead how are people going to see this 5, 10 years from now? Will Shake the World still be what it is? Like, you know what I mean? Like people actually might not get Shake the World now, they might with time. We have a vision inshallah like we see beautiful change, people coming together, the Muslim world, the Arab world. We've been so away or We haven't really been like working together, I feel. And that time is going to come. <laughs> That's how we see it. We're going to come together as one. We're going to work. You know, nothing can stop you. If you're doing something positive and you're doing good, it's really going to get her, inshallah, you know? So, we see a bright future, inshallah. Absolutely. Yeah, I love what you just said that we need to come together. There's still that divide. Exactly right. There's still that divide that we need to kind of come mm. back just kind of on that. Your music obviously it's here in the Middle East and we hear it in the Middle East but has the reception been different internationally in the states and everywhere else like what's the reaction there as opposed to the reaction here to your music It's been shocking honestly you know they love it out in the states out in Europe we're getting positive great feedback from the western world and that is amazing so, alhamdulillah it's, it's No, I'm not sure what it is that they just the music, the sound, whatever, but people love it even if they don't understand it, they love it, they're with it. They want more of it. They want to understand it. So that alone is such a blessing. We still have a lot more to give out inshallah. We didn't want to just boom, give everything we have, so we kind of like, you know, we have plans inshallah. So that's amazing. I'm really excited right. to see what's going to come from you and Yaqub and where this is all going and I feel like you guys are just taking us with you and it's just beautiful. So thank you for doing what you do. 
from me and from everybody else who's a massive fan of your music. After we spoke, I came back again to Abdurrahman to talk about what's happening in the world right now as the world awakens to racial injustice. You know, what's happening in America is, uh, first of all, it's not new. You know, we've seen it happen over and over and over again. You know, but I think um, what's different now is that the whole world is tuned in, you know. Uh, we're all involved because we're all tuned in. And we have social media so the whole world can be social and talk about this, you know what I mean? And I feel like now is uh, it's the next generation's turn to step up. They're seeing this firsthand. There's, you know, there's got to be new ways and solutions to end these problems, you know. Not only in America, but in, in the world, you know, racism exists everywhere. And now we're all, we're all seeing it captured on camera in America, you know, where racism always been an issue. You know, and, and even being Arab and Muslim, we have a lot in common. You know, we can relate. You know, these things happen in Palestine every day. And no one's even talking about that, you know, the police brutality and all of that. You know, but I, I, I hope I know I know things will change, though. Things have to change. You know, like I said, the whole world—the whole world—is involved now, and it's only right to speak up for justice and peace and, and equality. You know, that's all the people want, really. Our African American brothers and sisters are not looking for revenge. You know, they just want peace and justice. You know, just like the white people have. You know, no, no one should have privilege over another person because of their skin color. You know, that's that's ridiculous. You know, the Prophet Sallallahu said that. You know. We all come from Adam and Eve, you know. No one has superiority over another person because of their skin color, except by piety and good action. You know, he also said that a believer wants for his brother what he wants for himself, and and then that the the best of you is he or she who is of most benefit to others. You know, so this is this is why we're here, and that's why we're all different. Is to get to know one another and help help each other. You know, we all have to work together. You know. Allah says, uh, we made you into nations and tribes that you may know each other. Not that you may despise each other, you know, and, and we have to change ourselves to change our conditions. You know, that's key. We have work to do. You know, nothing will change if we don't do that. You know, but we're sending out prayers to George Floyd and his family, everybody who's affected by this, everybody who, you know, who lost a, a, a relative or a loved one. You know, we pray that things get better and better than ever after this. You know, we hope to see the world come together as one and unite, you know, especially in times like this, you know, that really we should just take focus and do what's right. You know, we know things are not good right now. So it's up to us as a people to fix this. It's about the people from the people for the people. You know, and we're all a part of that, you know. We have to teach our youth how to stand up for themselves and be leaders in the world as well. You know, this is... They see it. This is a fight. It's a fight for equality, for peace. But but it's a fight for love and with love, you know, not hate. And no one should stop until we actually see some changes, really. So, inshallah, let's just keep praying, keep being positive, do what's right, you know, and keep working. And, you know, Sally, I want to end it off by saying um, music is such a powerful tool, you know, in the art. It uplifts people and unites people, especially in the most difficult times like this. I encourage... Um, all the artists, musicians, songwriters, filmmakers, to put the art out to the people, bring positive energy. You know, we're all in this together and, you know, the world needs this right now. 
I also want to say thank you to um, everybody who's been supporting us along the way. You know, the fans, the people, you know, such a blessing. And um, I want to say thank you to the ministries of art and culture in the UAE, Abu Dhabi and Dubai, Sheikh uh, Noor Al-Kabi and Badur Al-Qasimi and so many other beautiful, amazing people who are helping the culture and bringing people together. You know, such an amazing thing to see. You know, we appreciate that. And thank you, Sally, as well. And um, we hope to tour again and come out again to the UAE and uh, meet you in person, inshallah. And thank you to everybody who's tuning in and listening to this. I hope you benefit in any way. It's all love here. We appreciate you. And thank you once again. The music video for No Caliphates featuring Talib Kweli premieres tomorrow, June 26. So make sure you stay tuned for that as it drops on YouTube. They actually filmed it here in the UAE and in Kuwait, and the message of the song couldn't be more timely. Made all the immigrants move, and now the world is watching. Arab with an attitude, dressed like a doctor. Assalamu alaikum, like Muhammad Ali. Me and my brother, we like Shaq and Kobe. Tell them where we come from. They Islamophobic. We got Wiz Khalifa, Maya Khalifa, but no caliphate. They only want to check my bags. Muslim on the plane. Even when I'm grocery shopping, I'm still a target man. They label me a boogeyman and they make a Muslim bang. Damn, I'm not a terrorist, I'm a tourist. Soon as they find out I'm an Arab, they start jumping to conclusions. Hand me the bag for Ghela Paj. Just got back from Hajj, feel like Malik Shabazz. Wait a minute, slow down, we could go. Lay down, we could go. Lay down, we could go. Wait up. Wait a minute, slow down, we could go. Lay down, we could go. Lay down, we could go. Wait up. Wait a minute. Uh, 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 yeah. uh, 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 what we doing? Walking the block with a bop, cause I'm caught in the beat. Old lady clutching the pearls, I watch across the street. This black power so awesome to see. My man sister's got her switching up. These cool ass niggas see him bitching up. Respectability don't stop a cop who wanna shoot. They killed Martin Luther in a civil rights suit. The eagle has an appetite for its own version of the truth. Your absence of evidence, not proof. Bars is empirical and harder than the criminal Far outside the bubble, never settle or subliminal These artists is far too cynical to be spiritual You don't really get it though, you're thinking never critical Straw man arguments, dissonance is cognitive These consequences require fixes like Ray Donovan I never used the language of oppressors and the conquerors My tats tell the tales of my crimes like Easter promises Wait a minute, slow, slow down. down, we can go Lay down, we can go Lay down, we can go Wait up Slow down. down, we could go. Lay down, we could go. Lay down, we could go. Wait up. Hey. Uh, 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 uh. Hey. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 10 a.m.